Welcome to Shine KC. I'm your host, Tina Johnson, published author, small business entrepreneur, and domestic violence survivor. Today on Shine KC, I want to do somewhat of a part two, family court versus criminal court. Domestic violence education for custody evaluators. I want you to imagine for a moment being under someone else's power and control. Bear with me here. Living as if you were walking on eggshells every day. No decision you make is acknowledged or it is dismissed because your significant other did not think of it first. Your life is threatened daily in your own home or threats of your children being taken from you if you try to leave the person. Purposely placing or attempting to place you in fear of physical harm, using force or a threat of force to make you do something or to stop you from doing something, committing acts that cause you or your child alarm or substantial emotional distress and serves no legitimate purpose, detaining or abducting you against your will or even abusing a pet purposely causing or attempting to cause or threatening to cause physical injury to your pet with the intent to control, punish, intimidate you or cause you distress. This is just a small, small picture of domestic violence. According to the article, what is the legal definition of domestic violence in Missouri? Updated October 18th of 2022 on womenslaw.org. Nearly 20 of female high school students and 13% of male high school students reported being physically or sexually abused by a dating partner, according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence Fact Sheet, the 2015 edition. 42% of Missouri women and 35% of Missouri men experience intimate partner physical violence, intimate partner sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking in their lifetime according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence in 2020. Studies also show nationally that domestic violence affects one in three women and one in four men. Another startling statistic is intimate partner violence is most common against women between the ages of 18 and 24. The Missouri Bar Association must mandate attorneys judges, or guardian ad litems who make suggestions or judgments on domestic violence cases to have education specifically on domestic violence. As most of you know, I am a domestic violence survivor. I also podcast to educate, inform, and bring awareness to domestic violence issues and situations globally. I served as a board of director on a domestic violence organization making decisions for programs to help domestic violence victims. There are three things I want to cover today. I want to cover that domestic violence is prevalent in every community. This is the problem. The extent to which each of the professional groups recommended different custody and visitation arrangements and their knowledge on the issue of domestic violence is extremely limited. These are the court officials making decisions for our children 
in regards to domestic violence situations. And I do want to offer a solution. Judges cannot rely on their gut instincts about whether the victim or the abuser is more credible. And we'll go into that as well. Again, the problem is domestic violence is prevalent in every community and it affects all people regardless of age, socioeconomic status, sexual orientation, gender, race, religion, or nationality. Physical violence is often accompanied by emotional abuse and controlling behavior as part of a much larger systematic pattern of dominance and control. Domestic violence can result in physical injury, psychological trauma, even death. The devastating consequences of domestic violence can cross generations and last a lifetime, according to the National Coalition of Domestic Violence 2020 fact sheet. Domestic violence is common and has lasting impacts on survivors, Domestic violence survivors cannot get the needed legal help and resources due to current policies and the fact that they are misunderstood by the legal teams trying to help. The problem is that the Missouri Bar Association doesn't mandate those who make decisions or represent domestic violence cases to have domestic violence specific education. If you do not truly know know the cause and effects of domestic violence. You can cause or encourage further harm to the victim or survivor, which gives more power and control back to that abuser. The ultimate way to inflict pain on the healthy parent is to hurt either emotionally, psychologically, or physically, or worse, murder a child. As of October 28, 2022, 872 children have been murdered by a separating or divorcing parent, according to the Center for Judicial Excellence. Lives are cut too short. A sad reality for 14-year-old Logan Jackson and his 11-year-old brother Austin. They were shot and killed by their father, who was in the middle of divorce proceedings with his mother in the state of Kansas, October 2020. The young boys are just two of 872 children, according to the stats at the Center of Judicial Excellence website. How can this even happen? Researchers examine the extent of which each of the professional groups who recommend the different custodies and visitation arrangements and their knowledge on the issue of domestic violence. Researchers then focused on the findings for the custody legal terms of evaluators, specifically the relationship between their backgrounds, knowledge, and beliefs, and their custody and visitation recommendations, and domestic violence knowledge. The most shared area of knowledge across professional groups were children's exposure to domestic violence and the prevalence of domestic violence. The least shared area of knowledge, especially among judges, evaluators, and private attorneys were the knowledge of post-separation violence 
screening for domestic violence and assessing the dangerousness. The high conflict narcissist parent is incapable of love and sees the children merely as possessions. This individual may appear perfectly normal and often they are so skilled at impression management that they can even mislead and charm court professionals and mental health professionals. This person claims to love their children yet their actions are not aligned with their words. The family court system is tilted in the abuser's favor and unfortunately abusers intuitively know that. In fact, abusive parents are more likely to seek sole custody than nonviolent ones and they are successful about 70% of the time according to the American Psychological Association. It is unacceptable to put children in any harm's way. Court-appointed professionals must pay attention to actions and not merely words. What facts can we use to prove court professionals must have mandated training? Emmeline Campbell in 2017 wrote in the UCLA Women's Law Journal that judges cannot rely on their gut instincts about whether the victim or abuser is more credible. Instead, courts must engage in careful fact findings to determine if accusations of domestic violence are true. Courts should consider looking at friends, service providers, counselors, police reports, criminal cases, records, restraining orders, medical records, and school records. Another solution is to mandate education to anyone who is making decisions in a domestic violence case. We all must get involved and advocate for education change by mailing the Missouri Attorney General's Office at consumer.help at ago.mo.gov to help get involved in making change. I personally emailed the Governor of Missouri, Mike Parsons, requesting a proclamation So a proclamation is a written declaration that a local or state government commonly uses when requested. The proclamation I wish to see is a Missouri Family Court Awareness Month to raise awareness for the Missouri Bar Association to mandate domestic violence education. The mission at the Family Court Awareness Month Coalition is to educate judges and other family court professionals on evidence-based, peer-reviewed research. Such research is a critical part to make decisions that are truly in the best interest of children. So first, the problem is domestic violence is prevalent in every community and affects all people, regardless of their age, social economic status, sexual orientation, gender, race, religion, or nationality. Second, the cause is the extent to which each of the professional groups recommended different custody and visitation arrangements and their knowledge on the issue of domestic violence is extremely limited. Lastly, the solution is judges cannot rely on their gut instincts about whether the victim or the abuser is more credible. 
action must be taken. The effects of domestic violence and the court requirements must be taken seriously, but it will take all of us to enforce the change. Bye-bye for now.